Welcome back. This is the Taxi Squad Podcast, Episode 3, Season 2. Vince, it's 7.58 p.m. It is currently the 20th of January. How you holding oh, up over there? Dude, I didn't know we were starting, and I just let out a really nice moan. So sorry about everybody who heard that, if that went through. I don't even know if they're going to hear um, it. I don't even know if they're going to hear it. I feel bad that you're not going to. Um, I feel great. I got a good cycle in today. Uh, boy. Work, work was wonderful today. Now I'm ready to chop it up with my boy Mike here. Yeah, no, I'm back from AZ in full mm-hmm. effect after the long weekend, you know? Oh, yeah. Stayed a little bit longer because I could. Worked remote, you know? Life is good. Life is good. Is this the Chicago Mike flu game right now? Hmm. <laughs> I'm battling through. I thought I had the flu. I thought I had the vid. I thought I was battling the Omicron, but I'm not. So let's go. Yeah. Back. This guy's back. Yeah, dude. Told Vince yesterday. I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. He's like, you good? I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm good, bro. He's like, you got the vid? I'm like, no, I don't think I got the vid. I said, I think I just need a night. He's like, all right, let me know. And then, sure enough, I texted this morning. I'm yeah. back. Yeah, Let's so go. we're recording on Thursday. This yeah, week, sorry. Which we're is, a little late. Which is different than what we usually do. A little late. Not words you want to hear from your girlfriend. From us, not that big of a deal. Though. It's way less important. <laughs> it's way different. <laughs> way less babies are made out of this it's podcast. Probably zero at this point. We're probably hey, zero for zero. If, 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 if babies are made from this podcast, I hope you name them either Vince or Mike. If someone um, bangs it out to this podcast, let me know. Whatever you think is, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's weird. I need to know that because I first would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Second, I'd be like, broadcast it at that point. It's like, well, (laughs) I just want to see if it makes it better or not. That's my question. If that's your kink, hey, maybe we need to start an OnlyFans, a Taxi yeah, Squad OnlyFans. Fucking burly Italian boys from Chicago, <laughs> just talking you through hey, it. Hey, <laughs> listen, Bender, what are you doing? You're at the hey, wrong angle. Hey, where's the arch? Where's the arch? Where's the arch? <laughs> hey, make like St. Louis. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're getting real strange and unusual yes. today. And speaking of which, we are back with a new strange and unusual. It's the best time. Oh yeah, we're strange and unusual because. I mean, hey, we had some strange and unusual content. That's the only week. time. It's a good time to do it. Is yeah. when we have something, and we do. Let me tell we you. We do. We do. First of all, uh, this really isn't sport related, but it is live news related. Yeah. Uh, so it's pushing your it, body to the limits. Pushing your body to the <laughs> limits. Uh, a West Virginia TV reporter gets struck by a car in the middle of a broadcast. <laughs> she was Dude. she was covering a pipe burst. And then she's like, they cut the camera to her. Next thing you know, boom, hit by a car. Car's probably going like what, like 15, 20 miles per hour. Wasn't going like 50. Well, like, no, she she would have she would have been fucked. But like she got hit. It was definitely a little bit because you see her kind of flail. And then her first quote, I just got hit by a car, but it's okay. I actually got hit by a car in college too. I'm happy I'm okay. <laughs> Same. Right after that, she stands up, finishes the report. Badass. 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 Badass, like that—that's like her version of the Michael Jordan flu game, yeah. Or maybe like when Joey B broke his ribs in the national championship game against Clemson, and it was just like, "Fuck it, let's." It probably felt the same, honestly. The Clemson line was basically a bunch of cars. Yeah, for real, and they're all like, you know, <laughs> top tier draft picks. I mean, listen, I mean, she got hit by a car and finished out. So very I don't know why. I don't Trooper. know how the driver didn't see the news camera and the lights on her and everything. Like that's not a. It's not a dark process to, you know. Well, I like, mean, it is 
country road, take me home, West Virginia. Yeah, but you know? she's got like a ring light. Yeah, but then again, you know, there's a lot of shit going on. There's probably a bunch of cop cars and emergency yeah. vehicles and all this oh, stuff. Oh, because of the pipe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like what 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 really threw me out of whack was the guy back at home base just like, well, <laughs> shit happens. And I'm like, what Dude. the fuck? <laughs> shit happens, Todd. I guess so. Fuck They're me. They're like it's screaming like... in the back like, segue, segue. And he's just like, <laughs> well, uh, hey, uh, you know, at least you're okay. <laughs> it's like, what Well, how's that pipe doing? Yeah. What? Yeah, you want to continue? I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be like, "Oh shit, you good? <laughs> Fuck the rest of this news yeah, of the pipers." Are you okay from that car hitting you? Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was great, though. What a badass! She wins Sports Person of the Year, in my opinion. Yeah, she does. I mean, she should fucking win an ESPY. I mean, for real though, win an ESPY because she just crushed that. So props to her. Don't know her name. What's her name? We got to find out her name. Dun dun dun! I got it. 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 Somewhere. Oh, it's somewhere here. That helps me, Vince. Yep. No, it's definitely somewhere. It's in Dunbar, West Virginia, by the way, in case you were wondering. Dunbar, West Virginia. Good deflection. Yeah, I have no no idea what her name is. I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. (laughs) Hey, I found it. What's her name? Tori Yorgi. Tori Yorgi. Badass name. You're a winner. You win this episode. I wish you nothing but the best. You win this episode. And now on to the real talk. Mm -hmm. So... We had some picks last week. Yes, sir. And Vince, I think I might be on the comeback stretch here for the playoffs. Eh, I'm going to hold the phone there. I'm just saying, <laughs> on the comeback stretch, Yeah, Big Mike might go undefeated this week. Don't know. We're going to get to it. But we were I both mean, wrong about one game. We were both wrong in each division. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Isn't that cool? I'm an AFC guy. We always on this. Uh, yeah. Honestly, both games, though, felt like they can go either way in both games did not go either way. No. <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? Like it was before like, it all goes down, you're like, yeah, they could go that way. You know. Yeah. And like granted the Cowboys. So I picked the Cowboys and that was a problem. Granted the Cowboys the 49ers was close at the end, but you know, as far as like the momentum felt, I didn't feel like the Cowboys were overtaking that. It felt but, like it felt like Jimmy G was doing and the and the 49ers were doing like everything they could to give that to game lose away. It. Yeah. And then yeah. the Cowboys just totally fucked that up. Yeah, like the Cowboys do. And people were saying it all week. And somehow I just didn't. I still just took it. And I was like, you know what? They're good. They're not good. (laughs) We figured that one out. I think that's like 14 consecutive playoff losses. Dude, yeah. So, you know, yell at me if I'm wrong. I'm not wrong. I like roasting Cowboys fans on Twitter. (laughs) But you picked them? What do you mean? You picked them. Oh, yeah. No, because I don't don't necessarily hate the, the team. Cowboys Vince? It's like, no, not even close. Don't even try that. Um, I don't dislike the Cowboys as a team. I just don't like like the Cowboys, Lakers, Yankees fans of the world. Um, so they had this chart about the Cowboys, um, like saying how long it's been since like a team has won the Super Bowl. They were on the chart. And this guy's like, Oh, Cowboys are great, blah, 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 all this stuff. So I naturally just squeezed in there and I was like, I think the Eagles are better than the Cowboys. And oh my God. <laughs> No, really, this dude, this dude started going nuts. It was on our podcast account, too, which is the best part about it. This dude was going nuts at me. And then he another guy came in and started arguing. I called it a burner. And then this guy was just angry. And I kept checking his profile just for fun. He just kept tweeting about me for the rest of the day. So really? <laughs> yeah, those guys are soft. They're not good at getting trolled. 
Did you and, say tune in to more Taxi Squad podcasts to get absolutely roasted because oh, Cowboys no. fans are absolute Eat. trash what they were throwing on the field after <laughs> That's the what loss. I'm saying too. He was uh no, Roasters. he was he was definitely getting his getting in his feelings, so he started roasting the pod. But you know what? I don't care because we're the few, we're the proud, we're a strong group here. So the I don't Taxi need, Squad podcast. I don't need, yeah, I don't need Cowboys fans telling me what what's good and what's bad, yeah. you know? Go root for your trash team, all right? So, go root yeah. for your trash team, and then go root for the Yankees come baseball season and tell me how I give a shit. Yeah. They are, you, pulled... are you a Rangers fan? I doubt it. Well, right, yeah, and then they start cheering for the Lakers. You're like, that's on the other side of the freaking country. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, they pulled to Tennessee and started throwing trash, so, oh, you know, you wow. got to hate it. I mean, they threw trash at their own team. You know what? The Bears, we've been through so much as a fan base. We have never... Never once thrown trash at our team. No. And we have been trash, mind you, for decades, feeling seemingly decades, almost two decades of just trash. Well, and we will never except throw. For that one year. Except for that one year in between, you know, there's a couple. Yeah. But for real, we have never done that. Yeah. So as a fan base, you have just proven why you are so ass. And then you think about it the same way with Philly. I think. As far as like passionate fan bases, people that yell, you know, the boisterous fan bases, Chicago and Philadelphia have a similarity in that regard. New York oh, yeah. is similar to that as well. Um, none. I haven't seen that come out of either three of those cities and now Dallas is doing it. Like, I don't know. Also, no. I hate the Americans, America's team thing. I got it when it happened, but that they're not America's like, team. That should have been like a dream team thing where like that team was named with it, like the Aikman Cowboys with Emmett Smith and all them. They could be America's team. But then when they leave, the, the Cowboys still aren't America's team. Like, get me out of here. I don't want know that. Who, know who America's team is? Well, it was the Pats, I guess. It was the Pats. Now now we just don't know who America's team is. Now America's right. team's up for up for fight. Soon to be you know? Soon to be who? PC. We'll see. I think I think the new team, America's team, just might be the Cincinnati Bengals. Just, be. just yeah. for Joe Burrow. Just yeah. for Joe Burrow. Agreed. Hey, let's dive in. Uh, let's dive in more specifically into a couple of these games. Let's go. Uh, Steelers Chiefs. Hmm. Did you hear what Big Ben said before the game? Yeah, he he, he fucking tossed. He, he threw he threw in the towel before the game even I, started. So was he doing that or was he trying to reverse psychology some shit? I couldn't no, tell. He was doing it. He was kind of just like, yeah, everybody says we don't have a chance and we don't really have a chance. So we'll just go out there and do it. Yeah, that was the most like just man with a paper asshole thing I've ever seen. It's kind of funny. <laughs> like that it wouldn't is... have been funny if they've like he's won with them a couple times. That's the only reason why it's not funny or it is funny. I mean, if they he... just they didn't have it. No. And it was obvious. And like if you're going to put that Steelers team against the Chiefs, it's like. They have a better defense. That's about it. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. The first half of that game is very, very confusing because it's like there was a battle and yeah. the second half started and then it was just like floodgates by the Chiefs. Sometimes the Chiefs take a moment to heat up. Oh, and they get and, hot real fast. Well, right. Exactly. But the thing is, is like the rest of the teams in the AFC right now. Uh, maybe you can maybe you can nix the Titans, but I mean. The Bills and the Bengals, if they want to get going, they just start going. So if they get off to an early lead, I'm not going to say it's insurmountable because it's Kansas City, but it's a little worrisome, would you say? Or What, if the Chiefs, which they will eventually go up against the Bills, and then, you know, we will see if Joey B gets past the Titans. But I do believe that, you know, it's the playoffs. Anything is open. Their NFL yeah. teams are the greatest athletes in America, so... 
not a doubt in my mind that you know it can go either way any given Sunday sort of scenario. Right. But I would say that you know the Chiefs, like we are alluding to, if they get hot, they get on the right stretch. You know, Mahomes starts seeing the field correctly and gets his protection down, and Andy Reid starts figuring out what's working and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Watch out, because I mean Tyreek Hill has two touchdowns. I mean, and then and then Kelsey's throwing for touchdowns. Just the creativity offensively is just yeah. amazing. It's fantastic thing, to watch. A thing to note too. Um, if you're looking at these teams currently, the Chiefs are the only team in the AFC that's ever that's been to a Super Bowl in the past ten years. So, yeah, we should keep that out. They've had deeper playoff runs. They have people that have been through the playoffs. Uh, I mean, obviously, it doesn't move the needle that much, but it could just be the difference maker. Yeah, it very well could be. I mean, this game, I, like I said, I mean, it's unfortunate to see Big Ben punted basically before the game even started. But it went um, how we expected it to. <laughs> you know? I get it, but like, still play the fucking part, mm-hmm. bro. Like, don't do this shit where you're like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, let's face it. We fucking suck on offense. So I guess we're just going to, you know, just pack this one in. He didn't have a bad game. <laughs> he didn't have a bad game, but then again, they can't keep up with them offensively. So. No. Who can? I guess. No. no. <laughs> Najee Harris is hurt. And yeah, that know, second, really the second half of the season for him wasn't as good as it was in the beginning. Yeah. Because, of, because of injuries. Yeah. So, yeah. Workhorse. I mean, it is it's expected, you know, very, very much so looking to, to the next round. It's going to be great to see that as a divisional matchup. We'll I'm get pissed. Into that here. Why? Because I wish it was the AFC Championship. <laughs> like it, it, it adds, it adds a new element. It it adds a new element, and and to move on to the Bills, I mean, listen, I uh, I feel very silly because wow, wow is right. Wow, I mean, you shouldn't feel silly because I mean, the Patriots in the middle of the season were world beaters, but yeah, the pass just fell off. They're really bad at the end of the year, like really bad. Yeah, I mean, it's just rookie quarterback, teams start figuring you out kind of a deal. Still made the playoffs, good run. It's just, goddamn, that Bills team, dude. Oh, man. Ugh. This week made me, like, sincerely believe that the Super Bowl is coming out of the AFC this year. I don't know about all that. I'm not crowning anybody quite no, yet. Yeah, if you want to crown their asses, crown them. I won't. Hashtag I'll, I'll, Kenny Green. I'll put it on that side. I think they're stronger for sure, but I don't think that's an argument. But like it feels like there's more teams on the AFC than the NFC that can. That, can that defense it. seemed motivated. That whole team seemed motivated yeah. to really go out there and just mollywop them. Just, just fucked them up. Just like <laughs> there was a different element of motivation, in it, and you could tell. Oh, like and the and the Pats really couldn't even compete. I've never seen the Pats come out in a game and just basically get blown out, but they got blown immediately. Out. It was yeah, there the, wasn't the even Bills like had two touchdowns in the first quarter. Like it was already over. It was I had, you know, I had like half a thought to be like, oh, maybe I'll bet the Pats on this. I'm like, you know, I'm probably going to stay away from this game because I just don't know. And I'm yeah. very happy I did because yeah. holy shit, that, <laughs> that was, was terrible. Yeah. I mean, the Bills made history on offense. Yeah. Every drive was points. Yeah. The only kicks they had were extra points. <laughs> Every drive was a touchdown. TD squad. <laughs> And it was negative uh, fourteen with the wind chills. Stupid. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too is if you if you think about like the one time that the Patriots won, everybody's like, "Oh shit, they might be on top of this division again." I mean, it was snowy and the wind was at thirty miles per hour. I think you know 
if you're putting if you're making everything everything else is in a glass vacuum sealed glass where nothing else is going on, the Bills are a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, Patriots are a better coach, but the Bills just have more. More, you know, everybody will say, don't get too high with Bill. You know, he hasn't done it without Tom, and I will continue to champion that. I don't get me wrong, Bill's Bill, but at the end of the day, it's kind of ironic he got beat by the Bills. Um, I will just say that basically Josh Allen gives me hope for a quarterback that didn't have a great head coach when he started and then got one, yeah, and then now is a absolute star, fucking boss, rock star, and he coming out of Wyoming. Oh, man. I don't know if you saw um, Brian Dable talking to the team. um, I did not. It was really interesting. You didn't have Trevor out of that one? I did. I love that guy. (laughs) Um, But no, this went, this is like national news at this point, so it wasn't like I wanted to go search for it. But he was talking to the guys in the locker room, and I guess he's like, uh, you know, stand up if you've been traded or cut. A bunch of people stood up. Um, stand up if you weren't a first rounder, a bunch of people stood up all this stuff. And then, uh, the last, he was the only person in the locker room that wasn't standing up was Josh Allen because he, he's first rounder, never got traded, never got cut all that stuff. And they're like, did you go to the school that you wanted to go to? He's like, nah, I went to Wyoming or not like that, but he's just like first recruited or whatever. He's like, remember where you all came from? And I was like, that's so fucking smart. Cause everybody went through some shit at some point, And I was like, this is. This is a unity thing that I'm very, very about right now. And I mean, obviously I'm biased. I like the guy, but I don't know. I thought that was a, a telling thing. Well, I agree. I agree exactly where you're coming from because I mean, you can't be successful in life unless you deal with the ups and the downs, right? So you got to go through the downs before you can get to the ups. Here we are back to the ups and the downs and the downs and the go. ups. Left but and right it, is, next week. it is very true. It is very true. And I like the, I like the motivation that the coaching staff is using it seems sincere, which is a big level. thing, too, because yep. a lot of times, especially with Nagy, too, it's kind of just like everything just seems so insincere and like hoorah and bullshit, you know? So. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of rah-rah bullshit to coach a bunch of grown-ass men. Yeah. Um, so to see Dable doing that definitely puts him high on my list. Um, Leslie looks good. Oh, McDermott looks no, good. No, I'm just I'm no, saying from not, a Bill's perspective. Well, you got to give McDermott his credit because he yeah. has truly led that team to where they are right now. Yeah. And I mean, he has the people to bring it together, but a true leader brings all the talent together, brings all the minds together and make it work. And they have, and they yeah. have consistently gotten better every year. And you might be onto something because they look really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting down the stretch to me, this next game, Bengals versus Raiders. I mean, this game may be, May have been the best playoff game I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that was fun, man. Oh, my God. I watched the whole game. I had nothing better to do. I'm on an airplane. I was just rolling through and just watching that whole game on my phone, man. I mean, from start to finish, I had nothing else to do but watch that game. I was fully plugged in, fully dialed in. Joey B is just a freak of nature. Yeah. Carrying the team on his back. This was the most fun I had watching. I think mostly because it's just teams are not accustomed to being being in such a tense situation. But like, dude, <laughs> Joe Burrow, <clears throat> and this wasn't his crazy game, craziest game by any means. Like two fifty yards, twenty four for thirty four. He was good. Um, but it's just every. It seemed like everybody in their offense was doing something. Like I think Jamar Chase had three carries. When has that happened? <laughs> dude, Jamar Chase. They were getting so creative with him. I mean, he spazzed the fuck out Yeah, that game. I mean, just 
11 receptions, 100 plus yards. I mean, just he was unstoppable. And him yeah. and Joey B, the connection they possess is just absolutely ridiculous. And I feel like they show up. Watch. They show up when when it matters, you know, like one of those guys. Well, I mean, they've, they've been good all year, but like really when it matters, like playing for a playoff spot, being in the playoffs, they're like something gets lit under their ass and they go on that next level. And, you know, having that duo won a national championship together and knows what it feels like to win, you know, it's good for this franchise. Are they going to win this year? I find it unlikely, but shit, never say never. Yeah, as Norman Nate would say, I don't think they have the horses. Um, and, and that's <laughs> just my most humble opinion. So I do believe that on the other def- side of the ball, I think, really. <clears throat> Well, that and the offensive line gives you a lot of sign for pause. I mean, they had a good game. It's improving, but I just don't see. I I do feel as if that this whole thing is going to go through Buffalo when it's all said and done. Yeah, but I do believe they just don't have the horses to make a long stretch. The defense looks strong, but they need some more. They're, They're like two chips to three chips away from being right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and then I mean, the Raiders aren't the most staunch defensive no. line in the world they're pretty good they're not horrible um but the next couple of teams that they can match up with could be a different game i mean chandler jones against that scares me so not to mention the bills so oh chandler jones is an absolute <laughs> freak i mean don't get me wrong i mean it's great to see you know these guys come out and and play the game that they're capable of playing right yeah um you know but it's just it's that one thing where it felt like once again, two teams like very similar 49ers and Cowboys game. It seemed like I was like, Oh shit. The Bengals are going to let this thing go. The Bengals are going to let this thing go. Yeah, Shit. It was closer than I thought it was going to be by the end of it. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be by the time it was all said and done. Um, I mean that Crosby on the other side of the ball for Vegas is just an absolute freak of nature. Yeah, dude. He reminds me of the, of that D end on Michigan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fucking boys just ready to go. (laughs) Well, I mean, he has really taken that defensive line to the next level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Max Um, Crosby. Just an absolute freak of nature and a guy who wasn't a high draft pick, nothing special. And he's just like owning right tackles. Hell yeah. He's absolutely um, owning him. Rich Bisaccia. I love him. He's staying, right? He has to. He has to stay. I don't I don't know how the performance that that guy's given you over the past eight weeks, nine weeks. I don't know how you can't keep him. Just give him the job. You see Mayox out, though. Yeah, that kind of even gave me sign for pause. Like, why get rid of Mayock? Why not give him a draft where he can truly, like, do his thing? Probably That's the Gruden what, thing. <laughs> I feel like him and how Gruden are boys. And, yeah. and, and when the shit hit the fan, he's like, listen, you're done. I mean, listen, and Gruden like, hey, man, I mean, what am I going to do? I sent an email. But for real, though, I do believe that Mayock got the shit end of that stick. And I hope they keep Versace yeah. because he seems like a legit guy. If and you not, think I mean, about like, we're even talking about him. So it must right. mean something. If you think about where the Raiders have been the last like four or five years, where they like almost have been there, almost have been there, almost have been there. This is the first guy to fucking bring him there. They've gone through a lot of adversity this year with the whole rugs thing. That's the, the thing, thing too. Yeah. They, they pressed on. They made the playoffs. I don't know how you don't give Bisacci a job. That's what I, he's got to keep it. Yeah. They ha- if you're a franchise, I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta give that guy his worth. And you know, if he comes out next year, shits, the bed doesn't get you anywhere. Fine. You know, one but year deal. It, boom, yeah. boom. 
Yeah. Here's your proven um, year. So this has been going around, so I'm sure most people have heard this, but Bengals haven't won a playoff game since 1991. 30 so years no one, no one's literally sent a text saying the Bengals have won a playoff game. That hasn't happened because it hasn't happened since the invention of cell phones. So I thought that was funny as hell. Are you saying I'm that old? No, I'm just saying you weren't around when you were born before cell phones. <laughs> well, listen, I'm just saying I was born How in was 1991. I, I was yeah. born in 1991, so yeah, and you're gorgeous. So that's all I, that matters. Just this gray mane, I tell you. <laughs> I tell you, if I grew it Silver out, I'd look like fucking Rob Ryan. It'd um, be sick. I'm be into so, it. Be so sick. Yeah, but no, for real. I would say that for the Bengals organization, this is great. I hope you make enough money to give your team a fucking indoor facility because, yeah. dear God, and a line, <laughs> and a line. Get Joey be protected, and then they, you might even make a deeper run. Zach Taylor's okay though. He's alright. <clears throat> I know. Hey, you were like fire him to the moon a couple more, a couple weeks ago. So we're making progress. I just didn't. <laughs> I just didn't think he had the the mind the to do it. Yeah, I didn't. Think, but yeah, seemingly he won that team over, and good for him because he's another young guy making his bones in the league as a head yep. coach, and he's getting his team to where they need to go. Yeah. So they're moving on, and I'm excited to see how they play against the Titans. A lot of people are picking the Bengals against the Titans as underdogs. I don't know how I feel about Which that. Which we'll is into it, but. Uh... Yeah, gonna be interesting. I'm <laughs> we'll an underdog lover. That. I'm an underdog lover. Let's move I do on. Too, but let's move on to that. the most easy pick'em of all time. Tom Brady comes out absolutely just destroys that Eagles defense. Made them look very, very sus. No yeah. Um, the Eagles shouldn't have been there. <laughs> this seventh seed thing, and like, granted, it was it was a good story, and like, they were pretty good. But this seven seed thing, like if you look at the playoff matchups two weeks before this with the extra week, the added seed, the Eagles weren't in it until I think week 17 or something. They like that. weren't out there until they were growing plants. Right. Well, know? yeah, that's actually when it turned, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of like, OK. Like the Eagles are here. I mean, it was just it was just obvious, you know, like they shouldn't have been there. Um, yeah, they 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 were the team. And, and this is the problem with the seventh seed. Think about it. The past two years they've had this, the NFL. What good has it done? It's done nothing. It, it's just another team to get in there. To you get... should have a game. You throw it on Saturday and you make some more money on it. Correct. And that's as it, at, at the NFL, I get it, make your money. But now I feel like you're getting a little fucking greedy because two years in a row, two separate teams play high seeds and they had no fucking business playing Dude, those seeds. Yeah. I don't need to watch Jalen Hurts versus Tom Brady. I'm sorry. I don't like, need to watch it. I don't need know, to see it. You already know what's going to happen. I don't need to see Mitch Trubisky play Drew Brees and win the MVP. Not M N, the Nickelodeon oh, MVP. Yeah, who won that one? Uh, Mitch. No, this year. Oh, who won it this year? I didn't even Dude, see it. Dude, Dak. He deserves it. It's yeah, they give it to the losing quarterback. It's, just, it's like, oh, here, here's this. You suck. It's dude. It really is part of my take, and it's funny as shit to me. They no. every year they're just like vote for this guy, and then everybody votes for them, and the Nickelodeon's required to like. Give an award to a losing quarterback. It's wonderful. It's it's so like good. if anybody hears he's seen the movie basketball. It's like yes. the winners and the losers, and they get the separate hats. They're like, oh, you know, how's it feel to be a loser? Oh, <laughs> yeah. feel it sucks. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do our best next time and just be here <laughs> next year, you know. But for real though, it was a game that the Eagles had no business being in. Jalen Hurts 
I mean, is he the quarterback for the Eagles next year? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Um, unless, I don't believe it. I don't oh, believe it. They have five picks in this next draft, three first-rounders and a second-rounder. So they have a lot of guys that they can fill up that team with. Most importantly, I feel like they're going to get them another receiver, and hopefully they don't fuck this one up either. Um, but I do believe it. Um, you believe in him. You believe I don't know if I believe hurts. in him, but I believe that he's going to be the quarterback. I, I think that he is a middling starter to good backup, really. I think that's where he's going to end up landing. But I don't know if you saw the Gardner Minshew interview. Um, he basically went up to coaching staff and was like, what do I have to do to start? And they're like, we're set. We're good. Jalen Hurts is our guy. Um, so unless somebody ends up pulling a Tom Brady and just leave, like if Rodgers leaves and joins the Eagles, that's a different game. But if they can't find a guy that's a clear upgrade – then they're sticking with him because he, he was someone? good. Do they draft someone? Not this year. Unless what they if they take a late round guy to compete? There's really only one quarterback this year worth the shit. I agree. That's Pickett, but I mean, you could also make an argument for Matt Corral also. And then there's is he better than Jalen Hurts? I don't know. That's don't the know thing. Either. The only reason I'm saying this is I just do not believe that Jalen Hurts has the arm talent to push the ball down the football field. Yeah, I agree. He, he might was, be better than 15 quarterbacks this year, though. He missed, I get it, but he missed some just terribly apparent throws yeah. that were right in his front grill, and he didn't do a thing with them. Yeah, and that either doesn't he bring missed the, the read, yeah. he missed the read, or he overthrew the football or underthrew the football. It just tells me he doesn't have the control that most top-tier hey. quarterbacks in the NFL need. He left in a walking boot claiming a lingering injury, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, the optics Which of that get me all fucked up, too, though. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I don't think he's definitely not a guy that takes you to the Mecca. He might be a one more year guy. I don't I know think he's, he's a one more year guy before, yeah. you know, Bryce Young moves out of town and, and Bama and, and, you know, guys like that start making their way to the next level. Philly's not getting the number one pick, though, anyway. <laughs> Who knows? Who <laughs> knows? They might just punt and say, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to give Sirianni another year to try and grow plants. And there's another thing. Is Sirianni even the guy? I don't know. I, I still don't understand how you get rid of Doug Peterson yeah. with his guy. That he drafted and was like, I'm telling you, Wentz isn't the guy. As we all found out, Wentz isn't the guy. And then you go to now Jalen Hurts and you make the playoffs, minus if you're the seventh seed or not, it doesn't matter. You made the playoffs. And and my question is this. Do you think if Doug Peterson is the head coach of that team, they just play a little bit better? Because personally, I think they do. I don't know. There's a lot of moving things there because there's a lot of like personnel changes that would have happened if he was there. Um, I don't, dude, I don't know because he's a first year coach and he brought him to the playoffs and like, really my whole philosophy is like, you got to give a coach four years. Like if they can't do shit after that, but he went to the playoffs his first year, granted it's like a cookie cutter seven seed that doesn't mean anything, but like, Hey man, they were the seventh best team in the NFC <laughs> and they played pretty well at the end there and they went on a decent streak and they seem to kind of be believing in them. I don't know. I don't know. They also had more rushing yards than any other team in the NFL the last half of the season. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's the thing. I don't I don't know. I, I don't have much belief in the quarterbacking and Howie Roseman may need to go after this next year because if so, you fired your head coach, you hired a young guy 
who's unproven, who I, he got you to the playoff growing plants. But then again, if the second year he naggies, then I think you got to blow the whole thing up again. And then you're really you, fucked. Do you think that he's the most likely person to pull a naggy? A hundred percent. I hate to say that, but I just, I wish that upon no one. Yeah, I wish I that upon <laughs> not even my worst enemy. Then but the, it smells like it, and it walks like a duck, and it talks like a duck. Then it's a duck, right? It's like I and as I compared Chicago and Philly before, it it's very similar. It's, it's eerie, really similar. parallel. It's really bothering me. The only thing that Young Philadelphia has done is one has won recently. That's about it. <laughs> Young <laughs> you know? quarterback, good defense, solid running game. Yeah. Passionate fans. <laughs> the only thing they didn't—they didn't lose on a fucking double doink. True. Oh Lord! True. All right, they beat us on, on that double doink. Don't we forget about yeah, that? Yeah, of course they did. With Doug Peterson <laughs> at the helm, my whole fucking point and yeah. the Philly special beating Tom in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, does Doug Peterson play against Tom and give him a better run for his money because he can coach better? Different team, though. I don't know. I get it, but I'm do just you think saying, that was even him, or do team. you think it was Nick Foles on steroids? <laughs> Nick Foles wasn't. I, I just feel like that year they had the football gods in their back pocket, and that defense was just solid. Dude, we know this. Nick Foles is the best backup and the worst starter. It's just a fact. Hey, the one game he started for the Bears this year, they win. And I no, know, we true. didn't even pick him to win. So he was playing. He it. was playing backup roles technically, though. You know what I mean? He started, but he came in after he was a backup. That's when he. That's when he beasts out. Hey, I'll never talk shit about Nick Foles. I got I got a lot of love for the guy. I think yeah, he's me a too. human being. Fuck yeah. But I mean, hey, Tom, 44 years old, out there throwing dimes, doing it like it's no big deal. Yeah, there's I not mean, much to talk about there. Their no. defense is fucking insane. Yeah. Mike Evans is so goddamn good. Tom Brady's still amazing. Yeah, and then did you see Bruce Arians got fined 50K? For, oh, for kick or for hitting that dude? He hit, he hit his player on the helmet. Yeah. He's I wearing mean, a helmet. It was, it was egregious to a point for sure. Like it wasn't like a coach uh, player on helmet, but I don't think it was findable. <laughs> dude, I, I, I used to get worse in fucking high school football practice as a freshman. Yeah. I mean, like coaches would get in your face, fucking throw your face mask around. Fucking be better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except it's not televised. You just don't see it. I mean, I'm sorry. This is the wussification of the sport. It's like, yeah. oh, it's on television. And he hit him in the helmet. Hey, bro, it's not going anywhere soon. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's so just what's, it's this so is what it's going to be for us. <laughs> it's so weak. But, hey, I mean, we, we already touched on the 49ers Cowboys. Just good for the 49ers. Love to see it. Debo Samuel. Absolute freak. He should maybe win the offensive MVP this season. Yeah. I just don't know how you can pass that guy up. So, but they'll always go to a quarterback. He's quarterback. damn good, right? And that's yeah, that's the problem. And it's probably going to be the same way this way. Um, a couple things with this Cowboys thing. So, the end of the game was met with a lot of controversy. Um, a lot of people blaming different things, especially Dak Prescott. He apologized today about saying what he said about the refs, basically how they deserve to get stuff shit thrown on them, <laughs> which was probably not a good thing to say in a press conference. Uh. But yeah, so basically Dak puts the ball down with one second, doesn't give the ball to a ref, clock runs out, Dallas loses. Can I ask ask, can I ask a question? You can ask me, don't ask me. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yeah. 
when in hell does a player or a center get to spot the football in the National Football League or in any football game for that matter? Never, dude. We literally see every, every game we see a guy run to the ref, give him the ball. Give him the tight. ball. Get back to the fucking line, dude. Exactly. What did you think was going to happen? I mean, I guess you could argue and say that the ref maybe fucking dilly dallied with the he ball a little too He didn't get there long. as fast as he could. But he ran it, into Dak like it is what it is, but go give him the fucking ball. Bro. But what are you doing with no timeouts left running down the middle of the field on a it's 30 insane. yard run? I get it. And, and I mean, of course, they're going to just play cover zero. Just everybody. Yeah, just fucking pres- yeah. Play the goal line. But still, it's you, you lose two opportunities, maybe maybe two opportunities to get the ball in the end zone. Yeah. And hope for a prayer. But. You I just mean, don't you just don't let it get to that point. That's really my argument where it's like, oh my god, they would have won the game without the rest. It's like no, no. no. There were so many opportunities in there that you fucked up and that the 49ers were basically handing to them. They deserved to lose. Penalties. They had 14 penalties. Yeah. They had an opportunity to go and get another stop. Randy Gregory basically hugs an offensive lineman to the ground. That was wild. And then flag first down automatic. And then they're driving again. You now you gotta use all your timeouts, you're done. It was and just, I, mean, no, I still think that was spot bad. was bullshit for Devo. I still think that game's over right there. How is Mike McCarthy still an NFL head coach? He's trash, dude. He's so bad. <laughs> just, and Jerry Jones will, you know, at this point, just promote Dan Quinn. You yeah. Keep a familiar voice. Or Dan Kellen Quinn's Moore, voice. honestly. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kellen Moore makes some pretty silly offensive He's decisions. a little overrated for sure, but they love him out there. Loved him at Boise State. Not yeah. a real fan of him. He was like, he could be a great Bears head coach. I'm like, God, I hope People not. People wanted that for a long time. God, um, I hope not. I... I mean, and this, you know, this means a lot coming from me. It's kind of a testament to Rodgers and the Packers that they won with Mike McCarthy at the helm. He doesn't seem like. Absolutely. How dare you? Go sit down. Um, It's it's to me. It's crazy when you have a team like this where it's not, you know, the Packers are pretty tight knit. They're in a small town like it's not as insane if you go to dallas and you start doing shit like this it doesn't seem like anybody really buys into him he was looking all sorts of weird the whole game i don't know if you saw it. he was just bright red and wide that's just what he was looking like the whole time i don't know it's just like he doesn't he doesn't have the optics it doesn't seem like he has like the the certain timbre that you need to be to be a coach it just kind of seems like he's like and i don't know why he's still there jerry jones looked pissed so maybe he's not anymore well, no, even the Jones family has stated he's still the guy and he's still going to be there and all this good stuff. So maybe that's the optics of it. But then again, a well-coached team doesn't have 14 penalties. Right. Doesn't make silly penalties. And they're a. talented as fuck. So there's no arguments that they're not talented. They there's a lot the of really good players in there. They got all the talent in the world, but I just don't feel as if they have the coaching nope. to get you there. So in Norman Nate fashion, they have the horses. They just don't have the coaching. So with that being said, and this is also leading to another point, is it a fireable offense to run that fake punt, which, hey, that gave you great mo. But but what the fuck are you doing leaving the punt team on the field after that? Yeah. And then it's, you tried to do like a last minute switcheroo. Dude, there's so what much, are you like, thinking? There was like so much confusion and like no leadership. It was weird because usually there's a team like or someone's going to be like, hey, do this, blah, blah, blah. You can kind of pinpoint it on somebody. All this just seemed like no one knew what the fuck to do. So they just didn't do anything. 
I mean, it was it's the weird. Po- most poorly coached play I've ever seen like, in my life. Get your offense back out there. What are you doing? <laughs> what What are you doing? Get the <laughs> offense back on the field. Right. What are you trying to run a fast one? And then everybody's standing there like, uh, what the fuck's yeah. going on? Oh, and then the you get a delay a game. Exactly. Oh, yeah, because they're really going to believe your punter is going to do that. What are you going right. to punt on first and 10? They're going to try to get them to go off sides. It was just bullshit. Oh, my God. Know. That's just a play wasted. And now you're first and 15. You're So the momentum, basically, that you gain from the fake punt is now gone so yeah. i think to be perfectly honest, that was a fun ass call by the way hey fun ass call but you you squandered Ruined it after the fact yeah because you, you you had every opportunity to keep the mo going and if you have a big play after that maybe you win it right but yeah just the cowboys doing cowboy stuff yep Stephen fact. a smith laugh no 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 according to that guy that the cowboys are a premier franchise and they're amazing every year <laughs> Well, I disagree wholeheartedly. And hey, one actually, one more thing about the Cowboys. And then how I'm about them? How about them, dude? Okay, so remember when that stadium was built, and everybody's like, "Holy fuck, it's amazing!" Amazing. How stadium. the fuck do you put windows exactly where the sun's gonna be in January when you could very realistically have a game? The sun blinded out everybody, and then the that punt hit the fucking scoreboard. <laughs> you know, I guess that's like a real thing. Like the it is, punt, it's in play. Yeah, it's in play. Yeah, they they put that scoreboard a little too low. That jumbotron, I guess, is like insane. a real problem for NFL punters. But I guess most of any NFL punter could hit that per Matt, Matt Pat McAfee allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure they that, could. But it's just like the amount of money that was spent there, and they couldn't make it like you know four feet higher. <laughs> Listen, Come if on. I'm a punter. I am definitely going out of my way to try and fucking hit that thing every punt. It kind of fucks your team over, though. It, it depends where you are. Yeah, that's but true. That's true. Like, if I'm if I'm at the 25, I'm trying to fucking hit this thing. Yeah, why not? See if I can divert the flight of the ball, get it back. Yeah. Just, you know, just little, saying. A little mark on your name, like that guy hit the goddamn Jumbotron. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of poor design, whoever uh, decided The windows and the Jumbotron. Come on, Jerry. Come on, Jerry World. Hey, Cowboy fans, how's it feel? You're at home again. You're with the Bears. How, maybe, how do you maybe feel? Another like Oklahoma game over there or something. <laughs> oh, for the record, Kyler Murray since high school has never lost in that stadium. Fact. That's a fact. What a segue. You want to know who's he... lost? <laughs> who lost in Los Angeles? <laughs> you want to know who lost at SoFi? Oh uh, boy. Yeah. What a what a shit show of a game. It was over before it started. It felt like. Do you remember that? Like they are who we thought they were. Ran by Romeo Cornell. Was that him? That, that was that? that was Denny Green. Denny R. Green R. looks a lot like Romeo Cornell, by the way. Um, a little bit. Either Denny way, Green's more OG it, than Romeo. It, but. It's very fitting that the Cardinals. That was a Cardinals clip about the Bears, by the way. Shout out Bears. Um, we are who they thought they were. The Cardinals are, Let them off the hook. are exactly who we thought they were. <laughs> that game they went did exactly it again, as I expected. They did it again. Oops, they did it again. They fucking Britney Spears. Last season, same thing. Come out the gates. Oh, they am I going defeated? Am I going defeated? Same they were shit so this year. good, dude. I picked them in the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. And you didn't even pick them for this fucking game, Vince. I know. Well, no, because I couldn't. Because at this point, I'm like, duh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, nice cover. How anyway, about a horrible game? Terrible. Didn't even show up. I don't know if the money was on the mine. He's like, I'm trying, I'm trying to get hurt again. He didn't yep. run. He didn't right. run. Well, the, they were like, they were eating the pocket alive. Like you couldn't really scramble it. if you were watching I, it. But like Leonard Floyd was like five, seven yards downfield every time he's running. 
It's just like yeah, it's, it's over. Talk about Leonard Floyd, please. He is. He's still there, buddy. He's still there, and he's still really good. So he's still good. Great, great. Sucked in Chicago. Great somewhere else. Story of our flipping lives. But I will say this. I mean, Matt Stafford came out, played a great game. Didn't yeah. really have to rely on his passing game the whole game. I mean, Cam Akers looks like he's back. By the way, how um, the fuck did he come back that quickly? Guy's a freak. That's an insane injury to come back from so quickly and. Tear your Achilles back like six weeks later. I mean, not six weeks later, 18 weeks later. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Or is it 20 weeks later? I mean, something insane. But it was beginning of the season, I think. Right. Or was it preseason? Yeah. You come back almost six months later. Yeah. And you're back to normal. I mean, it's just modern science is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, that should be like a 10, 11 month rehab, but. That's it's easily a year for most people, but freak shorter athletes shorter every year, yeah. science, it's amazing. Did you catch, so the Cardinals were out of it the whole game, in my opinion. Well, they it's had a like, chance, they had that chance right before the half to get a drive. Uh-huh. And if they get that drive, it's at least it's 7 to 21. Or 7 to 21, or what yeah. it would have been, it would have been 14 at the time before the pick six. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes, that's what I'm yeah, alluding to. Yes, exactly. So if they don't throw that pick six, you you score that drive. Now we're talking. But this comes back to my point that I brought up last week. Is it true that certain coaches have other coaches numbers? Because it looks sure as shit that McVay has Kingsbury's number. I think that's true. But I also think that any playoff team would have had Kingsbury's number in this game. You think so? It's so... To bring it back to that uh, pick six, <clears throat> obviously Cliff Kingsbury didn't have much to do with it. Um, I don't know if this has something to do with coaching or whatever it may be, but the way that play was run was one of the worst fucking plays I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, well, it broke down. down. Well, exactly, and down 14. But the thing is, is Kyler just held on to the ball. And I don't know if that's like he needs enough space to toss it away. He was in the pocket, so that would have been intentional grounding. It would have been a safety. But you want to know what's better than fucking six points is two. So I don't know like what the hell he was thinking when he was doing that. But a lot of it felt like like the whole play broke down. And that was happening over and over again the whole game. And like you said, like there wasn't much of Stafford. And like the Rams go as far as Stafford does. So like, I don't know. Like you have to kind of help yourself. And they couldn't. It's. It's amazing to me that they scored 11 points. Well, it's one of these situations. I I feel as if they got too dependent on the passing game because you got down so heavy early and they should have let James kind of roll a little bit. And they didn't run the ball. Your only touchdown of the game is because of him. So what does that tell you? I mean, you got to give the guy an opportunity to beat and bang and give yourself a chance to set a play action. Otherwise, you're going to get eaten alive by that Rams front five, dude. I mean, Aaron Donald is arguably the best defensive lineman of his generation. Yeah, he's he's modern day Reggie White. I mean, the guy is just an unstoppable force. Yeah. So it's like not only that, but compete with Von Miller, compete with Leonard Floyd. How about run the ball more than 16 times? Correct. So that's what I'm getting at. If you come out and change up your philosophy, which can't be fucking air raid. Right. Because this isn't Texas Tech and we're not in college anymore. And you're anymore. not doing that against the Rams. No. Like, Arguably one of the best defenses in all the NFL, and they've had have, their woes this year. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. But even so, that front line and, like, getting, like, getting, the, I mean, all of the DBs back there, like, getting Jalen Ramsey is going to absolutely shut down any of your first wide receiver. It's like, 
you're kind of fucked, man. And now that Von Miller's on the team, it's just like, what are you going to do? Well, that's the thing. And Von's getting hot now, and he looked good. He had some great Von moves going. And yeah. I say Von moves because only he's He's the only motherfucker that can do that. Yeah. So <laughs> I've never seen a grown man bend quite that vertically. Yeah. He's like a last in my one. life. Yeah, he's insane. So you got that coming off the edge. You got a force in the middle like Donald who's just putting people on their asses left and right. I mean, what if we're talking about defense, though, what really let down, I think, the Cardinals was the defense because they dude. could not generate a rush. They couldn't yeah. get anything I, going. Dude, I think I think J.J. Watt's still injured. I don't know why he was playing. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have any speed. He couldn't come around the side. Like that was the thing. And like even Joe, like I don't. It's just Buda Baker got injured. That one hurt a lot. Yeah, that was a that was a scary injury. Like, Man, he's like he's like pretty okay. Yeah, no, he got concussed. I mean, it looked about right. I mean, but it but looked that like guy, he was he was dead. <laughs> like I was that guy really has afraid. no fear though. That yeah. guy has no fear. Up, I mean, yeah. if you watch some of the NFL films, even Chandler Jones is like, "How did you do that?" He's like, "No fear, dog. No fear." Dude, you got to have a couple screws loose to pull off some shit like that. I mean, Boot is one of the best safeties in the league. I mean, I just feel as if that overall they didn't show up as a team. But I do feel as if they are on a path to be back. And they need to figure out how to protect Kyler a little bit better. Yep. And Kyler needs to become a little more dependent upon throwing in the pocket. Well, he needs to, like, be able and like this sounds so hilarious coming from me, but he needs to be able to read his reads quicker because, like, you gotta really read the reads. Hap- really, what's happening? What's like to actually happening when you watch it? To well, right. process exactly. The better. Yeah. Like, boom, I think that's like, the better boom, adjective. Right. Thank you. I could said the same thing twice, but either way, it's like kind of like the whole boomer bust thing. It's like first reads fucked, scramble run, or it's like I'm gonna go to this guy and throw it into double coverage, which is fine. But you're gonna get you're gonna get set in situations in week six that you're like, okay, I can figure out how to fix this. You can't fix that in week one of the playoffs, let alone the Super Bowl. Like, so I don't know what the anticipation is coming up here, like next year, but it seems like they just need to kind of like, there's some core shit in their offense where it's like, we need to be able to run the play action. So people think that we're actually going to fucking run the ball because they didn't do that at all. And then get some routes in there, get some trick plays in there. So people are kind of on their toes because it seemed like the Rams knew exactly what the fuck they were doing the whole game. Well, and that's the thing, you know, I feel as if if we're talking about from a coaching standpoint, it's so important to have a coach that knows what they're doing, can balance the game and know what he's up against. I think Cliff had he was in over. No. Yeah, he was a little in over his head. A hundred percent. Sean McVay is like, I've been here. I've done this. I know what's going on. So. Kingsbury needs to learn. I feel like that's a great learning experience, a little trial by fire. Hey, you've gotten far as a coach now in your second year. Now you got to pull it together your third. So I think they will. I think they have the guns. I think if D-Hop is healthy next year, if that whole core is healthy, because they got they got hurt at the wrong time this season. Because the first half of the season, yeah. they were borderline unstoppable. Then everybody gets hurt. So this is definitely going to be something to monitor next season. But, I mean, the Rams, I was worried about them. No longer worried about him. I am for sure. I think uh, you're worried about the Rams a little bit. I think if you, I think if you put them against a more, a more polished, like, and it sounds crazy because their offense is insane, but I'm interested to see this. You put them against a quarterback that's done it so many times, not going to get swayed in the pocket. He's going to sit in there and throw the ball. I think given the weapons that Tom Brady has, because that's who they're playing 
this week. It's going to be a little more tricky for them. They're not going to be able just to rush five every time and just like, you know, you know you're going to get them down or you know you're going to stop the pass. Like, these, these are two different echelons of offenses, especially the quarterback position. Even though Kyler Murray's great, like, it's Tom Brady. Well, I agree, but then again, we have to, you know, bring it back to whatever it was, week three, week four this season, where the Bucks did play the Rams at SoFi, which they're not playing at SoFi this time, and yeah, that that's a different element, and I get it. Home field advantage is a the lot. Pirate ship, they're on the pirate with Jack Sparrow. I will, ship. I will say this though, you know, it brings me sign of pause, and we're gonna get into this, okay. It, it brings me sign of pause to feel as if that the Bucks are just going to go out and own this game. I feel yeah. as it's going to be a very close game. So if we're starting with the NFC here, yeah. bottom of the barrel, I'm going to say, okay, this is the probably the best matchup you'll see all weekend defensively. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the guns on offense are going to be something to really pay attention to Huge. because now you're down AB, you're down Godwin. You're down some of your down Leonard Fournette. Who knows if he comes back? It yeah. didn't seem to really matter against the Eagles, but this Rams front five is a totally different ball game. Yeah. It's the interesting, I guess like the interesting thing with me, and I said this earlier is like the, the Rams go as far as Matt Stafford goes. And I said this basically all season at this point, Matt Stafford's really good, but Matt Stafford's prone for a pick six prone to make some bad decisions sometimes in a very important parts of the game. And I don't know if the buck like the Buccaneers seem like a team. They're like, if you're going to give me that opportunity, we're taking it. That would be my worry. Like if he plays a really good game and he keeps the turnovers to zero, I think the Rams have a really good chance of winning. But I think if Stafford starts bombing it, if they go down early, they could get sketchy. I Matt Stafford's a great quarterback. Like he's really, really good. But he is prone to do that, and that's been proven time and time again. Yeah, and he's never been out of the first round of the playoffs. Never yeah. been, never congrats been to in, him, by the way. Yeah, congrats getting a playoff win. That's big for your career. That's big for your legacy. But now, where do you go from here? This is it's the band. <laughs> and you're playing, and you're playing one of the best to ever do it. And Tom understands you're taking best. his best guy away. Let's get out of here. So is Gronk going to have a big game here? Is Fournette back? And if Fournette is back, do they know how to balance that? Because Dude, Rojo's I mean, done. They've they've lost all faith in Rojo. It's over. Yeah. yeah so I mean, Keyshawn is pretty good, or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, like Keyshawn Vaughn. I think is Keyshawn it. Vaughn, like, that's his name. Yeah. yeah, dude, he's great. Like really he looked like a rock star. I mean, yeah. they they ran the ball and Gio Bernard. I mean, who thought he was a goal linebacker? They figured it out. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is going to be a heavy dependent game on the running game. I feel like defense and Gronk. And I feel like most of the national media is going to be like. Stafford versus Brady. Stafford versus Brady. hundred percent. This is the matchup you've been waiting for. Right. But there's a lot of pieces to this that are very interesting. Because that both defenses are staunch. But like kind of the, the Buccaneers are more of like the whole like play as a unit thing. And then the Rams are kind of more of like a hero these, ball. These guys are fucking good. Yeah. It's it's like the dream team against the team that plays together. And right. I mean, just listen, they've they this unit played together all last season, talking mm-hmm. about the Bucks. They won a Super Bowl together. And, you know, everybody wants to be like, Tom Brady's never taken a team solely on his back to win a Super Bowl. Uh, That could be argued. That that, could be argued argued that with every single person, though. Correct. And and that's what I hate the argument to be. Nor did Joe Montana. 
nor did Steve Young, nor did some of the best, nor did nor did John Elway. Fucking Peyton Manning got carried by a defense. Like fuck 100% off. Percent against the, the Bears. Um, <laughs> if the yes. <laughs> that touching moment. That wasn't the defense. That was just touching, Manning fucked them touch, up. Touching moment. Um, um, yeah, but I just want to say like. Interestingly, I guess, is like if you think about the Buccaneers as far as like run stopping, like how their linebackers are going to function, like I, I think the Buccaneers might have a, I mean, they do, like they have an upper hand in that scenario. So, so that's where this game becomes very interesting because offensively, I feel as if the Rams have an advantage and defensively, the Bucks have an advantage. Yeah. That's the argument. But what wins championships, Vince? Tom Brady. <laughs> Defense. Minus Tom that. Brady. Defense. But Tom Brady. <laughs> So with all that being said, we're on the jock heavy. Yep. Rams, Bucks, who you got? NFC division matchup. I'm taking Tampa. I can never bet against Mr. Brady. I know so let's can. go, Tom. I love it. Moving forward. Yes. Uh, now we got the Packers and the 49ers. And Lambeau. Frozen Tundra. It's going to be cold. Yep. It's going to be everything the NFC North represents. Two former system guys together, yeah, in Washington. Can I LaFleur, say that really quick? Shanahan. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, the Reds, right? the previously known as Redskins, Shanahan, McVay, and Lafleur all worked on the same team. That's awesome. Oh, that that might be the best grouping of talent that has been together in a long, long time. Shout out Mikey Shan for hiring his son. <laughs> Hires his son Nepotism and then work. They, Holy shit. They, they <laughs> rarely does it, but they put together a hell, a hell of a squad there and they've all gone on to do great things. Yeah. And they're all in there. I mean, dude, McVay's in his mid to late thirties and then Shanahan and LaFleur are all in their early forties. I mean, all these guys have gone on to do great things and they're great minds offensively. Was McVay hired before Shanahan? I don't believe so. McVay, I believe, was a part of the end of the Shanahan era in Washington and then still bled over to the Gruden era, Jay Gruden, uh, because McVay was an assistant, like a a student's assistant or some just low level. He was a low level job with the Bucs when Gruden was with the Bucs, like right out of college because he wasn't. He was a college quarterback for like Kent State or somebody. Yeah, really and he small. came out when he was like 21. He's like, all right, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. So he's a four-year starter at Kent State, whatever that's worth. He, the guy's maybe 5'8", five, 5'9", five, if he's lucky. Yeah. He ain't playing in the NFL. So he goes and becomes a coach, and next thing you know. Hot girlfriend. Yeah. LA. <laughs> a little bit of Napoleon aspect there, but. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, uh, I think it's cool, though, that. I mean, all three of them are coaching is awesome, but I think it's cool that McVay was the tight ends coach there. And, you know, he's the second one hired. <laughs> it's like, here you go. And obviously it's it worked neat. out. He's a good, he's a good coach. There's he's no a great coach. I mean, Hey, he's a great coach. He, for a young coach. I mean, some, I mean, Tom Brady, what's crazy about this is Tom Brady is older than all of these guys. Yeah. And McVay is Tom considerable. <laughs> well, considerable. I think, like, but Tom- I think it's like eight years of McVay, right? Tom's older than all these fucking guys, and Tom is like the coach as a quarterback on the field. So nine times out of ten, you're not going to outsmart Tom. No, because he has the ball in his hands. That's the real fucking thing. I will say this, though. If these guys are smart, if McVay is smart, 
he goes back and watches every single Saints versus the Bucks game yeah. because whatever it is, they know what to do. I mean, they take it away. This is huge. This is huge. Huge, huge for This is a huge legacy matchup. But here we go. Now, back into the point. We got Packers at Lambo, yeah. 49ers coming in, Jimmy G doing handsome stuff. Yeah, Rolling Meadows boy hates the Packers probably. Me too. Probably, I mean, hey, allegedly hates the Packers. I'm just going to go with Mike? that. <laughs> I think it does have a little something to do with it. They're like, fuck these guys. We got to win. Just jazz them up a bit. Because if we go back week six when they played, yep. it was a close game. It went down to a field goal, and that was in L.A. That was in San Fran. That was by the Bay. Yeah, and the 49ers weren't playing that well at that time, too. Yeah, and Jimmy G led that great drive coming back down, and then they get that touchdown, and then, of course, Aaron Rodgers comes out and does Aaron Rodgers stuff, and then they kick the field goal in the game. So this game, to me, brings a lot of different elements, right? You got the 49ers seemingly playing great defense. You got Debo Samuel doing stuff I've never seen in a football field, and then not only that, they somehow configure this offense to do big things some way, somehow. Yeah. Uh, speaking of elements and you, you went to this before, but the weather's going to be like you said, out of sea North weather. I don't know if that's a good thing for San Fran. I don't know if we've seen them play in the snow, in the cold. And I think it's going to be 13 with little precipitation. Like, I don't know, man, <laughs> it could, it could go poorly. I, for me, I'm just going to do my pick. Now. I think the Packers don't lose in the divisional round. The Packers lose in the NFC championship. So I'm just taking, take green Bay. It's pretty simple. <sighs> yeah, I know that's the easy way to punt it. And I mean, they don't, you know, this, like they make it to the NFC championship. They just don't win that. <laughs> you know, I'm not done yet. And I know you want to round this off, but I'm not done. No, don't go in. I'm not done. Hit me because, with it, King. Because Hit me here, with it. here's my thing. You go in and you lose against the Lions. You get a kneecap taken from you. I don't know exactly how that's going to look long term. Okay. It wasn't starters, though. I get it, but there's a momentum aspect to this. And now you got a yeah. week off. Now everybody's getting that's healthy. True. And then supposedly, allegedly, there are reports out. Okay, that Rogers and Shalen Woodley are on uh, on the rocks. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who the fuck said that? I don't. I I, I what, saw it on. Argument? I, I don't know. <laughs> Supposedly, there's reports out there, and this is news media. And I don't know if they just got nothing else to report on this guy because he's seemingly a topic of discussion every other week. But supposedly, they're on the rocks, and we all know women weaken legs per Mick and Rocky. Okay. Whoa. Well, just true statement. Whoa. True statement. Whoa. Women weaken legs. That's I was, That's true. But I'm saying, like, you know, we know what Rogers and his family scenario has been for a long time. Me and my I'm family. Gonna, I'm not going to blame her. It's probably him. Let's be honest. He's a nice guy. Okay, give him a break. Yeah, besides the fact that none of his family likes him. <laughs> Maybe they're assholes. Who hey, knows? I'm not, I would, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the opposite. So the weather here, we got a, we, we're we reporting a high of 22 on Saturday with a rough chance of precipitation. 40% of the area with a light snow. I going to be a fun game to watch. Saturday. I hate it's this gonna shit. It's going to be a great I game. 5-15 kickoff. We got a nice game. Although, predicting a temperature... By kickoff time of 15 degrees with Dude, a wind yeah, chill that'll it's make gonna it get feel cold closer to zero. 
It's a seven fifteen star. No? It could even drop. Yeah, it could even drop further than that. We could we could be looking at negative weather with a wind chill here. Jimmy G in the cold. He's used to it, bro. I know. I know. He. I know. He grew up here, but like his dad was an electrician. He's in a union without a. <laughs> he's in a he's at local 871 his father's he's used to being like, out here working on he's a blue collar man come on i it, there's no there's no backing like statistical backing to this but Zero. jimmy g and cold in my brain it's like nah. i see Rogers what you're cold, saying yeah jimmy g is gonna be like oh listen my titties of course i'm taking <laughs> oh, oh my titties hurt my nipples hurt <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Listen, that I'm was not gonna wild. not take the Packers being Packers. Mike. I was gonna say, are you are you taking the 49ers? I wanted to, but I can't. And Damn no, it. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. They're not gonna I'm lose, not, dude. No, There's no way do they lose this game. I do believe that it's going to be do a you close when game. He said though. that last time. Who? There's no way they're gonna lose this game. Who the Packers? No, remember when the last time he said there's no way they're gonna lose this game. Maybe I fucking jinx them and the Packers lose, and I still that would win. be great because if Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Colts in Week 18, when you said there's there, no there fucking could be... way, there's no way. <laughs> I well, would love it. you know what, dude? If 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 me jinxing the Packers means yeah. they lose, then I am going to be like, <gasps> mm-hmm. and then what? Okay, let me paint this beautiful picture go. for Let's you get all. Into it. Let's let me go. paint a beautiful picture for Let's all. Let's go. What if the NFC Championship game is the fucking 49ers and the Bucks, and you got the two former quarterbacks? for the fucking New England yeah. Patriots head and face to face. That'd be crazy. Oh my God. There's a lot of storylines here. Really this the worst storyline is it like that's the juiciest one you could I don't imagine. know though. The Rogers Brady thing's huge. Telling you right now. And then if you get four if you get 49ers Rams or if you get Packers Rams, then you're talking the two coaches that worked in Washington. I, together, I still believe we have a rematch of last season. We got the Packers and the Bucks. Yeah. And the we Bucks have, fuck them up. And the Bucks come out. I mean, hey, Tom Brady had a terrible game last season in Lambeau. Doesn't matter. Doesn't just matter. saying. Just saying. Good, good defense, I still, my prediction, if it becomes true, I still think you're looking at a Packers Bucks NFC Championship game. Moving like forward. Greens. There you go. Moving forward, we agree. I think we're going to have some disagreements moving in. Welcome to, to Vince's conference. Around. Welcome to the AFC. Vinny boy. This is where I live. This is where I like my shit because I can't watch the NFC anymore. Why don't you kick it off to the AFC? Sure. Considering I'm still an NFC guy. Sure, sure, sure. So we're going, we're going Cincinnati. And they're going to make their way over to Nashville this week. Again Tennessee. on Saturday. Is Cincinnati being... Tennessee. Are they getting being little brothered right now? That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Why do they get two Saturday games in a row? I mean, I understand they're not the higher seed, but I mean, they technically are because the Titans are. This one. is going to be a big game, man. This is going to yeah. be a very big game. I feel as if that it's really going to come down to the defensive play overall. Um, I feel as if as a unit, the Titans have an advantage. Naturally, yeah, for sure. I feel as if they have this advantage where they play as a unit a little bit better. Now, mm-hmm. is there a toss that Bud Dupree is back or not? I don't think Bud Dupree is the conversation about coming back. We all know he's coming back. You think so? It's not confirmed yet. He's coming back. 
they're doing it on purpose. Yeah. They're doing the Henry thing on purpose because they're trying to get you off kilter. I don't, dude, I don't think there's a way in fucking hell that the Bengals win if Derrick Henry's back. Yeah, that's so based true. on how the Titans are playing. And then it's like, hey, let's give you the most dominant running back in the league. Like, fuck that. No way. I love especially the Bengals, if he's healthy, especially right. if he's healthy. If he can run through walls, it's going to be like it doesn't even matter what play they call. It's going to work. I I like the Bengals a lot. I do. I enjoy them. But like, Once I again, don't see we, we stated it earlier. I just don't see they have the horses as normal. Right. Let's say. And like, I mean, they might win the quarterback. If you're going one on one with quarterbacks, fine. But. Defense, running back. They win the re- the Bengals win the receiver and the quarterback just about. And other than that, I'll take the coach. I'll take the defense. I'll take the running back. Everything from the Titans. A lot of people are are low key picking the Bengals. I know on the they money are. Line. The shark they money. want it to happen. I want it to happen. Yeah, they're trying to bait you into it. I feel like on a national level, if we're talking ESPN, well, the Bengals might have a chance if the stars align and. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. I think Joey B still has a good game, but I yeah. still feel as if overall, if you take away Jamar Chase, that game's over in Nashville, too. That's a big thing, too. It's a, it's, it's dude. They've have a great record at home. Mm-hmm. They have a great record at home in any and big game they played at home this season. They have won. And they say defense travels, but the Bengals defense is like meh. So <laughs> it's OK. It's and OK. Then, they almost lost that game against the Raiders. So. Yeah. I'll take the Titans easy. I'm going to agree with you there. Are we going to go agreeance the whole way across or maybe not? I don't feel as if we are. Oh, boy. Um, so I'm a homer for the KC Chiefs. People know this. As a young boy, I was a KC Chiefs fan after the Bears. Rocking naturally. around with your Priest Holmes jersey and your cute little glasses. Yes, sir. She's looking all tubby and cute and shit. Um, I hate, and I said this earlier, I hate that this is a matchup. I would have way preferred like a Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Titans situation, something like that. This should be the AFC Championship, in my opinion, as well. Um, it is not, and nah. it's a shame because I think the Bills are better than both of those other teams. Not a shame. It it creates great parody. I agree. It creates great, great storylines. Still, I'm taking KC. <laughs> I just you got to go with the playoff experience, and it sucks because the Bills have just been trying to get past them. Fuck it. I am I am going 100% after that offense performance last week of just demolishing a great defense and a great coaching staff. I'm going 100% in with Josh Allen. Let's go. 100% in. I feel as if that the Bills may take the AFC, and I feel as if that you may have going against my original prediction – and yeah. I will admit that because I thought a rematch. I already did that, so you're chilling. <laughs> so I'm going against my original prediction. I think it's when it's all said and done here, Bills, Bucks, Super Bowl. I think we got the two Hey, Bs. Mike. What up? You put Bills and Bucks in the Super Bowl. Did I really? Yeah, you had Bills, Titans, AFC Championship, and Bucks, Packers, NFC Championship. So there's a chance. <laughs> That you're I might be a exactly fucking wizard. right. The only thing that's worrisome, but it might happen, is you pick the Buccaneers to win. But if the Bills, if the Bills make it and the Bucks make it, and they beat the Titans and the Packers, you are exactly right. Listen, Vince and I may not be the best at the fantasy footballs this year, but the Pickums, <laughs> we don't really suck yeah. that bad. I was heating so during the season, and you were got in the, in the playoffs. <laughs> I my predictions. I'm not. I'm not a philosopher. I'm not anything. But I just see this going down 
to the absolute end of the season. And of course it can go anyway, but I feel as if the bills have something to prove. Yeah. It's probably going to be the last season with that coaching staff in Buffalo. Yeah, no, they're getting broken up. I, and they I might feel get both of their coordinators taken. That adds a different level of motivation as a team. Yeah, and you know what is a good way to get hired? Win a goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> Win a motherfucking Super Bowl or at least get to one. Because that's I, where Shanahan got hired. Shanahan got hired right after that yep. Super Bowl where they lost to Tom in epic fashion. Yep. So the Bills, I believe, are a little bit more motivated than Patty Mahomes. You got the distraction of the of the old school wife and her weird grill and the little brother fucking doing Jackson. weird shit on the on the sideline, <laughs> doing 30 minute fucking TikTok dances and then finally posting it and people calling He's him the out. Worst. He's the worst. I so too many distractions where the Bills seem so fucking motivated. Like, yeah, they're ready to go. I will they're say they're ready to run through a wall. I think whoever wins this game, Bills Chiefs wins the Super Bowl. Hmm. I I know it's an early call, but like <laughs> the way both of these teams are constructed, I'm like they can do it both ways. You dying over there? Are you good? You got me choking. I got uh, I, I I don't know if I'm. You there don't quite agree? Yet. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I don't think you should agree with it anyway because it's a crazy kind of a wild take. But I I don't know. It seems like really if if there weren't conferences and you can just put two teams in there, like. Fuck it. Like, if I was going to watch a Super Bowl, I would like to watch the Bills Chiefs because it's going to be hot. Coming in hot. I would love. I'm just saying, I think the best Super Bowl scenario is the two Bs here. So we will see. I I have big predictions for the Bills and the Chiefs game. I do believe that that's going to be an over. Take the over. It feels that the offense is going to shine brightly. Yeah, for sure. So we got our picks. There it is. Now we can only monitor it. So let's keep it moving, people. Only one game matters. Only one game. That's it. Down on the wire. Let's keep it moving. You know what time it is, Mike? Is it Bears Corner? Oh, it's Bears Corner. (laughs) Wow. All right. I'm still impressed by that. It's been weeks of us doing that. I'm still so weeks. Still excited. Not that excited, but still excited. Yeah. Um, On who's not in the playoffs? The Bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. It's been really that. tough to talk about, and I just don't know what to say anymore. We picked a bad year to start talking about the Bears. <laughs> yeah, in these weeks, I mean, I feel like, you know, we're going to have a full episode on this topic eventually. Yeah. Uh, and we're yeah. going to have a special guest with us at that time. It's just right now, there's so much up in the air. There's second interviews, I guess, going on. But how do you make a final decision until the playoffs are officially over? Yeah. Well, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Have you, have you been seeing like the list of interviews like on Twitter or on Instagram? They like yeah. post that they interview people. Why the fuck do you do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, you got to keep this under wraps. I Why feel aren't like. you I, telling people? Why are you telling like we went through a second interview with this guy? Why? Just say who you hired. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. And it's funny you ask that because I've never seen that ever happen and every team's doing it and it's only football you don't get that in baseball and yeah shit. you you just you just hear we're interviewing x y and z and then, and then usually that right exactly the answer <laughs> yeah. comes out after the fact but now it's like a second interview for joe schmo and you're we like whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 right and it's weird because they'll post pictures and like they'll have photoshops made of these guys and it'll be like oh like this guy went to like like the Giants facility and interviewed. And then it's just like this guy with the Giants. And there's a like 
almost an 80% chance that he's with any other team next year. It's so weird to me. I don't know why you got to announce that you're interviewing people. Yeah, it, it, it's not good optics. It's the signs of a bad franchise and bad management. And we all know that that's kind of what it is right now. They're trying until... to make it seem like they're doing their due diligence, you know, <laughs> like, Oh way, no, I we're inviting everybody or we're, we're word. interviewing. I hate everybody. that adjective. Due diligence. I hate it. Why? <laughs> I just hate it. That's what they're trying to do. Listen, because <laughs> I'm in corporate sales and I hear it so yeah. fucking much. I mean, it's I'm like, in marketing. I do the same shit. I'm the one you, that says it. <laughs> You know, let me do my due diligence and I'll get back to you on that. Listen, guy, fuck your due diligence. You know what you want to do. You have a general understanding of what the product does. And if you don't, then let me educate you further. Is that an exact point that I just made, basically? Pretty much. You're posting this to say, I did my due diligence and we're still going to pick the guy. And George is over here like, I'm just a fan. (laughs) No, you're not. You're not. You're not a fan. No, (laughs) dog. You're an owner. <laughs> Fucking act like it. Have a so, set of balls. Good news. It's is, amazing. There was Ted will not be a part of operations or this decision until we make the decision. <laughs> Next um, sentence. Ted and I are gonna what? <laughs> These people. Huh? It's so crazy. It's insane. It's insanity. Chica, um, what? Some. So some reports for a while were saying, "Hey, if we find the right coach." We're going to take our, if he's, if he's our guy, we're going to take our guy. Quick reminder, their guy usually doesn't go well, so let's mark that. But there was reports yeah. that this was happening. And then their guy. yesterday, there are sources saying that the Bears. Did you almost Bears. just vomit right there? And I burped while I was talking. You ever done <laughs> yesterday, that? Yesterday. <laughs> you ever done that? You ever burped? Sorry, immediate vomit. It sucks. It's like Sorry. air's coming out when you want to get air coming in, you know? Seeing the pick, immediate vomit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, next. They decided that they're going to pick their GM before their coach. So I, I think they were going to do it opposite this time. They said that they would pick their guy, but right now there are some blue check mark sources saying that they're going to pick the GM before the coach, which should happen because that's how the fuck it's supposed to go. None <laughs> of it makes any goddamn sense to me. And I was like, oh, they would do that because that's some bear shit. So this isn't like a good job bears. This is like, okay, they're normal ish. <laughs> I mean, how funny would it be if like they hire Ryan face and it's Ryan Pace in like a mustache in a way. And they just and they just use like an. See, we got a new guy. This is Ryan beat. Face, and he's like Mitch Trubisky is the greatest quarterback that has ever existed. Yeah. And we're like, ah, fuck, here we go. There's a guy named Trish Trubisky in the NFL. Or like, the no, it's happening again. I again, I've said this so many times. I have no faith that they're going to make the right choice. Um. But the one bad thing that really hit my heart is that Ed Dobbs removed his name from the GM search from the Colts. Um, yeah. And I, would I have a question? I liked him a lot. I think he would have been good, but it's neither here nor there. My question to you, um, does this mean, what does this mean for other guys? Like, is this, I don't want to go to the Bears, so I'm just going to get myself out or... I have an opportunity somewhere else that I think is going to come up and I'd rather take that. Like, do you think that's, what are the optics for that? Well, you know, listen, as any interview goes, I mean, or resume and 
this is quoting a great friend of mine, but in any job interview I've ever been, make sure that resume is tight. Make sure you interview. Yeah. And when you interview, that's your only chance to really give yourself, in quote, a blowjob. So who knows? In that meeting, he could have been giving the self blowjob and they weren't really buying. He could have been like, OK, well, you guys are a bunch of fucking clowns anyways. And I know my worth. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. feels like that may have been the situation. Uh, being a professional uh, for, I think, a decent amount of time now, almost yeah, a decade. Yeah, been around a little bit. Almost a decade. I've been around the, I've been around the, uh, around the, the, the carousel a couple of times. But to see the optics of that of a guy going, you know what? Thanks for the opportunity, but no thanks. Um, I'm out. It, it seems to me either a he has something better in line, or he's like, you know what? There's something else better out there. I have a great gig right now. I still want to learn under Chris Ballard. And I'm just going to go from there. Yeah, it just feels bad to me. It because, you know, like... do you know who the second choice was next to Ryan Pace for the Bears head coach or GM job before Pace? Was, was it hired? Ballard? Yeah. No shit. Chew on that for Bears fans. <laughs> just know we could be. I don't even know if the... that would have been good. I don't even know if that would have been good. I think it would have. Look at Quentin Nelson. Look at that offensive line. Look at that That's defense. Really the only thing they have missing is a quarterback. And they thought they had that. And it got all fudged up. So you never know. Give him I, 15 more years and then we'll see if Carson Wentz is good. <laughs> to be honest, I, I would have, and I hate to say this, I would have maybe done this a little backwards of saying, get a head coach first. So get a guy like Brian. You think Flores. that's the best way to do it? Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Ross Perot. I'm waiting. Can I finish? I'm listening. Can I finish? I'm listening. Can I finish? So in my opinion, you bring in a head coach and say, you know what? We're going to do this a little unorthodox because we have no idea what the fuck we're doing anyway. Why don't you bring in your GM who you jive with and you two run this show? And if you bring a guy like Flores in, okay, who won 19 games in total in his two years. Yeah. Fireball offense. (laughs) Right. Fireball offense. And some say he went through four defensive coordinators. Fine. Or offensive coordinators. My bad. Yeah, I was like, or offensive coordinators. You go through four, but do you, don't you have a little faith to know that the guy won eight straight fucking games with two attack of Aloha? A guy that maybe has a quarter of the talent of Justin Fields, and I'm not saying that to be a dick, but I'm just bringing it out to the Mild forefront. Mild bias, but it's cool. Mild bias. Yeah, but still a fact that Justin Fields. If mad you look talented. mad talented, you get the right guy, you get the right voice in his ear to develop him. Who knows? So I don't know. You need a guy, in my opinion, who likes your quarterback now and is not going to bullshit you to say, oh, well, I really like that guy and I would have taken him too. No, you get a guy who says, listen, here were my here were my draft notes on Justin Fields three years ago. And that's what you go off of for a yeah. head coach and I... a GM. And if those two align, then I understand hiring one guy and the other guy. Yeah, I I like I like the combo thing a lot. The only I feel like the only way that works is if a head coach has a GM in mind. The problem if you right. hire like a, a guy head like coach, Harbaugh, well, right, exactly where that would work. And I yeah, we talked about that last week. I think where it was like that would work because he can bring his own guy in or he could be doing it himself. But my concern is bringing in a coach kind of strangleholds everything else because it's kind of like the GM, the first decision that a GM usually makes is 
picking up a coach. And if they're required to have the guy that's there, and if the coach picks it, there's a certain power dynamic that I'm not sure would go well. It depends on the person. But you know, we know how football guys are, too. There's power dynamics everywhere, and that's just how it goes. Well, it's a lot of big personalities in the room. There's a lot Actually, of type A personalities in the yeah. room. And I get that. It's just getting down now to... What okay. else can we try? <laughs> right. And, and, and if at this point, if you get it right, did you guess? And I just have zero faith in this front office and this ownership group to do what needs to be done. None. In order to get you over the hump. That's so, why like, I'm not even that excited about this. I should no. be. But, like, and I've said it from the jump. Leslie. The team. <laughs> I've said this. They're going to fuck it up. It's going to yeah. be Leslie Frazier because yeah. that's the Chicago thing to do. It's like he was a former bear. It's going to be Brian, Brian face and Leslie Frazier. <laughs> be like, huh? Uh, who the fuck is Brian face? <laughs> what face? Are we eyes without a face? Are we going to like, I have no idea. Leading them in blind. You would think then. Okay. You know what? Fine. It's going to be easier to hire a head coach if you have a GM that's worth a shit. Right. So why don't you go, you know what, Bears fans, what we're going to do is we're going to promise you this little piece of the puzzle to show you what we're going to do in Arlington Heights. Not give you this backward ass word answer of, well, we're still trying to figure it out with the city of Chicago. And dude, you bought the fucking land. Right. It's done. Yeah, well, technically, the purchase isn't final. <laughs> right. Fuck you, dude. Get it's, me something to be excited about minus the football team. Yeah, that's like buying a car and you, you're about to drive it off the lot. You're about to. It's you're yours. about to. You it's the yours. You sign the work. You got the developers out. Show us an architectural drawing of like, ooh, this is going to be badass. <laughs> As opposed to saying, yeah. well, we're still trying to figure it out with the Chicago Park Well, you know District. who's in charge of that. Ed. Or not Ed. Ted. Ed with a T. Ed with a T uh, at so the we're top not, of it. We're not getting shit from that. So. Well, Boom. right. And that's the fucked up part. Like you think as an ownership group, you try and divert the attention to something a little bit more exciting and then just drop a subtle bomb to say, listen, we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. But the idea here is to hire the GM first and then let the GM hire the head coach. That's not how accountants work, which is the most depressing part. Yeah. So with all that being said, um, you know, Hopefully it it becomes a different scenario and they maybe do it a little backwards and it works zero faith in the process. Yeah. So it, it, who do you, who you think right now is going to be a guy to really take over and take us to the land? I have my pick of who I really like. I don't know who your pick is. I, I have think a you do, buddy. You want Flores? I want Dable, baby. You want Dable? I want Dable so bad. I just okay. Want, what's your reasoning even... for that? There's there's a certain level of just like not even anger, just like disgust and just disappointment with the Bears in general. Just like Virginia said, she's very disappointed. So am I. I need to see them play well on offense one time. Doesn't even matter if the team's good. They just need to play well on offense. I think it gives us the best chance to play well on offense. Honestly, the defense could be horseshit 30th in the league. If they have an offense that does something where I'm like, oh my God, they're actually a good offense. I'm cool with it. That's why I'd like him to come. But again, like just don't hire the coach without a GM because you might you might fuck yourself over. And then at the end of it, like in four years, when we go through this again, like we always do, it's going to be, well, they hired the coach for GM and he never had like a real shot. That's going to be the argument, which would concern me. 
What's your opinion? What do you, who do you want? I would really like to see Brian Flores because yeah. he's proven. I, I'm not trying to put my faith in another offensive mind. Coordinator, yeah. Another I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done. That's been the past three times, basically, minus Fox. Yeah. So I'm done with the offensive guy. Give me a guy who knows how to grow talent defensively. And if he has faith in the quarterback that's there currently that said, you know what, I had a high draft grade on this guy and I would have taken him if I had the opportunity. Okay, you're my guy. How are you going to grow him? Here's my plan. Okay, who's going to work with him? Here's my plan. Cool. Who do you want to come with you to be your GM? Who do you work well with? Here's my guy. Done. All right, roll with it. Call it. That's my opinion as to how this should work. I think we have... I think we honestly have like a very similar thought process where it's kind of just like this shit doesn't work ever. And we got to no, figure it, out it, how do we and like really and maybe, mine's kind of like the like the Defcom 5 shit where it's just like blow it up and see what happens. Yours is like a we know this works. Let's let's get this done. Like it there's just something nothing works ever. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, like and and Harbaugh to me is a lost cause at this point. I don't think he wants to. They had no. a, they had a phone conversation with him for 5 minutes. I don't think he's coming here. Yeah, no, I think the five minutes, you know, if, but once again, that's all alleged, you know, allegedly five minutes. It's reported by sources, so you got to give it a yeah, little bit. Of allegedly, grief. per my sources, you, know, you say all those words and I get it, but who knows? I think Harbaugh is out for this sole purpose. He just hired a defensive line coach at Michigan. No shit. I didn't know yeah. that. They just hired a new defensive line coach at Michigan. You think that's one of those like, pick. this is this is my fucking guy? Throw him in there, and then he goes. He's like, "Look at you, baby." Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt he would do that to say, "Oh, why don't you come work for me? We'll get this thing back to where we needed to get, and, yeah. and then go from there." I feel as if it's going to be like, "Let's keep growing upon what we have moving right now. We have a next class coming." Oh, shit, in. they're a great team. <laughs> they're a great team. They're never going to win a national title, but no one is. <laughs> no one's going to top Bama and Georgia for the foreseeable future. Dogs, we love the dogs. Dogs. We love the dogs. dogs. You know what? It's as much as I was like, you know, I'm still taking Bama because it's the easy way to punt. I told you, bitch. <laughs> love, love seeing the underdog take it. The dogs. So. Uh, really quick before we, I'm assuming we're going to put an end cap on this Bears talks. Is bullshit. Put an icing on the cake. Points bet as of Thursday afternoon. Brian Dable is the favorite at 340. We got Brian Flores at 400. Leslie Frazier third at 600, which scares the piss out of me. Harbaugh at 75. <laughs> <laughs> or 750, but I, you know, I think that's just wishful thinking. And then we got Doug Peterson at 800, which I'm not against. So to everyone listening to this, maybe throw 20 bucks on Leslie Frazier because it's the most bears thing you could ever concoct. It in your just mind. might happen. Yeah. Icing on the cake moving forward. Bulls talk. Yes. Not much to talk about because this team is now getting the fucking plague of injuries. Right. Okay. No yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Let me sound off real quick. Go, Vince, because you love this shit more than I do. I so love both. the Bulls so much. I watch the Bulls all the time, watch every game that they play. Um, obviously, there's. I think they're still one in the East. If not, they're like a game back in two. Um, they got hit with the injury bug. It is what it is. Um, Levine went out. Lonzo went out. And I know we talked about it last week where it was like, all right, they're about to play a bunch of really good teams. 
let's just see how it goes after this. And the really fucking annoying part is, is that the whole conclusion is inclusive, in my opinion. And I could, you know, other people have different opinions as well. But really what happened is we're in the dog days. Levine goes down on something that didn't really seem like it was anything. So he like walks out, goes to the locker room. I'm like, this is fucked. This is so fucked. Um, they were playing. They were playing the Warriors when it happened. Left game, clean MRI. They say he should be back next week, 126. So he second best player on the team, arguably first, depending on how you're looking at it, um, or most important. He goes out. Next thing is Lonzo goes out, which is I think he's he's not the best player on the team, but he's the most important player on the team solely because he can move the ball around. He plays great defense. Um, he, they thought he had a bone bone damage. He'd be out three games, bring him back. Um, doctors checked on it. Uh, they realized that his knee was not just a bone damage. It was a meniscus tear. They talked to his agents, the team, all that stuff. The doctors, they decided on surgery. So he's out six to eight weeks, maybe sooner. According to Woj, don't know how far that goes. So he's out too. And then the real problem is too, is we're still looking for a power forward because Pat Williams went out. And then you have Derek Jones Jr. and Javante Green going out. Both really long, really good defenders. So all I can say is don't freak out. There's time. They're going to come back. Not freak it's out, be man. Okay. Not you, just the Not people. Do. What just you think you're do? Calm down. Don't sweat. They're still a good team, but I just know there's a bunch of people that are like, oh, fuck, they're fucked. No, they're, they lost six to seven guys that are important to their rotation. So they're not the same team. So you it's just got to wait it, until they're good again. And know? this is going to fuck up the whole trade deadline process. And Certainly. now you need Kobe White. You want to know who's playing really well, though? Who? Kobe White. He's fucking Of course he's playing really falling. well. He always has. He's always, he's always been that guy. And here's the thing with Lonzo. They're saying six to eight weeks. I would maybe lean on more of the 10 to 12. They're saying it could be less. Doubtful. They want, they know they're, they're a player right now in the East and they know they'll make the playoffs. So in my eyes, you make sure he comes back a hundred percent from someone who personally, I've dealt with this injury at some point in my life. I tore my meniscus when I was in high school. Right. It's bad, man. And and it's depending. It's naggy. It no, no, no pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, it hurts, you know, after a while, you know, the PT yeah. can be either super good or, or it can take a little bit longer than expected. You can have setbacks, um, you, you know, your shit will lock up on you depending on what's going on right now. So from what I've read, the knee wasn't responding to treatment after weeks and weeks yeah, of treatment. They had to switch it. This is always an issue in basketball with young players. So, okay, let's get it out of the way. And then you'll play with a knee brace for the rest of the season. Yeah. I think so, it's going to. Maybe it's don't rush depend. it back and make it worse. Right. It's going to depend on their record and where they're at on the standings right. at that point. I mean, if they're, if well, they're like, we might be a play-in team, but if he plays, we're probably going to be a playoff team. He's going to come in. Every but, team goes through your injury bug portion of the season and it's how naturally. you overcome that. So yeah. now, okay, that's cool. We'll have Levine back in time. And then on top Next of that, week, baby. Yeah. So now you get Levine back in time and, and you still got Kobe white doing his thing. Vooch is seemingly playing a little bit. Well, yep. You don't have a glass eater. I still not, think that's what holds not you back. the last couple games. Vooch has been fucking ass. Well, he doesn't is... have anybody to distribute the ball. Ex- well, and that's the problem too, is like he could score in Orlando in garbage time, but now to score in like a real basketball game, like, 
It can't just be him and DeRozan, which is the worry. And but the thing is, the light, the beautiful, the needle in the haystack, or whatever the fuck other metaphor you want to use. Iodasumu is playing like an absolute god. He's long. He's a great defender. Solid second round pick. I like where they're headed. And it's and a Chicago a- boy. Exactly true. Yeah, Morgan Park. And the best thing about it too, in my opinion, and it's kind of like a like a catch twenty two because you can't have this in another scenario when they're injured. You don't want that to be, but they're getting minutes and they're playing good teams. So I, it's good that they're getting in there. They're defending guys that are really good, and you know, get them those reps because if they're are you going to say that it's that it's maybe good that this is happening right now just for the sake of getting these young guys some experience, and then that leads into playing very good teams in the playoffs and they as long as that meniscus is good yeah that's really the worry like if it by by the time by the time the by the time that whole rigmarole starts the playoffs come summer you're fine i think by that's more than enough time just don't rush it yeah just don't rush him back just don't rush him back we'll see him in march we'll see him in march keep it moving hey what else do we got this week i feel like we got fan voting fan voting fan voting Ends on January 22nd. So you're going to hear this and it's going to be really close to it. Just go on Twitter, hashtag the person's name, hashtag NBA All-Star. I want to see Zach Levine starting in the All-Star game. So that's what I'm saying. Hashtag Taxi Squad Podcast while you're at it. Yeah, why not? Or just follow us on Twitter because I'm posting fire and I'm talking shit to Cowboys fans. Um, Yeah. All right. So. All right. This last thing here. I wanted. I've been thinking about doing this for the last couple weeks. It's called it's called embrace debate. Ooh, I like it. Embrace it. I like Um, it. These are going to be relatively open ending questions, not specific to the week, whatever it may be. It's just some and these aren't going to be every week. It's going to come randomly and it's going to be some random question. Keep me on my toes. Here's your question, Mike. I'm ready, Vince. Any sport. If you could take a player from any era. Major four sports. Don't be throwing rugby in this. All right. Who would you pick and why? And let me just, as an aside, this isn't just like, I would think he's going to be really good. Maybe you want to see a matchup. Maybe you think they would suck. And you're just like, hey, I want you to, I want to see them in this era. Mm-hmm. Who would you take from any other era and just place them in today's game? It can be any sport of my choice. Any sport, any, any of the of major four or five, I guess, if you're going soccer. Okay. What I would love to see is a Chicago Homer since this debate is constant and I hate it and I yeah. absolutely fucking hate it. What I would love to see is a championship series, okay, yes. against the LeBron Lakers, okay, that won that championship a couple years ago. In Miami right? or in 2016? Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking the one in the COVID year that they won. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the bubble year, I guess you could call it. But that team was still really hot, and they still had a lot of good pieces. Yeah, yeah they played well down there. I would love to see, and, and maybe I'm talking teams now, not an individual You can player. do it. Fuck it. I made it All up. All right. All right. Do what you want. I made it up. Do what you want. <laughs> I would love to see the 90s Bulls era of Rodman, Pippen, yeah, and all that play against them. But my only condition now is is new NBA rules and see how oh, this no works. hand checking or any of that shit. None of that bullshit. So how does this this would be so interesting yeah. to watch from a perspective of Huge. how do they how do they embrace the new game as prime right and then yeah. 
how does MJ square off against some of the modern NBA talents? Same yeah. Thing with Pippen, same thing with um, Rodman. There so was, that's kind of my, that's my, I mean, it'd be intriguing as all shit, right? <laughs> right. There's a, cause a lot of people want to see that 72 and what was it? Or 76 and eight Warriors team, whatever it was. They yep, wanted that's... to like see that and that would be fucking sick too. But either way, I'm trying to see that shit. That'd be awesome. <laughs> see? So the 76 win team or this against the 72 win team. Yeah. Okay. How does that look? Right. So once again, that 72. is, how... was it 72 or is it 70? I don't fucking The Bulls know. were 72 and eight. There it is. They were 72 and eight. And that's the same year Pippen decided to sit out because you didn't want to miss your summer. Sad. Um, on my end. Let's hear I, it. I want to see Babe Ruth try to hit a fucking 99 mile, mile per hour fastball with a mean ass cutter this, like in today's game. <laughs> so you want to see Babe Ruth hit modern pitching? If dude fucking like Chris Sale versus Babe Ruth. Okay, so I see this shit all the time. And then there's a lot of people, mostly New Yorkers. I like New Yorkers generally, but mostly New Yorkers. Babe Ruth's best baseball player ever. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're going to adjust for time, sure. But if you if you watch videos of Babe Ruth hitting a baseball <laughs> and then try to like, you know, it's Ruth, it's great, beautiful, whatever. Try to put him in the 2021 game. If Carlos Rodon were to throw a slider to Babe Ruth, he would shit himself and quit. I you swear think so? to God. Yeah, dude, he wasn't even in peak physical shape. He was a great hitter. None of those people, guys were. Oh, that's they what I'm saying. Smoked and, it, and drank all, bourbon before games and shit. But, like, but really, the argument people that make people make are usually like, "Well, if he had the opportunity to work out and do all that shit," and you can't. I mean, you can't assume what would happen. I don't know what his body would look like if he's like on a perfect regimen and all that stuff. And that's why I think it would be so interesting if Babe Ruth was like, "I came here, I worked out for two years, I'm ready to go. I'm a baseball player. This is how it works now." I would love to see that. I would love to see George that. Herman Ruth. He was a legend. I get it, but he's just not better than any. The great Bambino. Yeah. Wait, who's that? What? What? The salt and the swat. The salt and the swat. The salt and the swat. The <laughs> king is smashed. Babe Ruth. Like, think about Shohei Otani versus Babe Ruth. Come on. Well, Shohei is the closest thing next to Babe. It's true. If you break it down, because Babe was a great pitcher. Yeah. And but then that, if he was also the fuck Boston trades into the Yankees, and now we're going. I mean, but think about it. In that, <laughs> in that era, though, yeah. you know, you got guys yeah. like Lefty Grove. You got guys like right. Grover Cleveland. I mean, you're going way back. And, I mean, those guys in their era were something different. So that's the thing. I mean, baseball is such a historic piece of american like it's so it's so embedded in american history what what makes us a country yeah and and, i mean one could say the same thing about ted williams right for sure way better here than babe ruth in my opinion potentially yeah but also potentially that's the thing i think that's the argument too it's like i'm not saying that he was bad but like I would see, just want to. I just want to compare it. I don't just want to see. See, it. Vince, when football season is over, now we're going to go down the rabbit hole, some baseball yeah. history, because this is going to be fun. We're going to go into DiMaggio and Ruth. Yeah, we'll go into Mantle. Mantle. And yeah, I was going to say Mickey and, and Mantle was a. And then bad Maris man. and Mantle, and then and then you bring in and then guys we'll start like, doing other teams because fucking like, Yankees. 
<laughs> well, it's not even that, but it's just what, what it meant, saying. right? They were just amazing it's for just, so long. You know, Willie Mays and like all this and, and, and Hank Aaron and, and what that was at the time and Pete Rose and all of it. So we'll go down this rabbit hole because this is a lot of content and I love, I love the new segment. So uh, I feel as if this is a great place to end it. So people, I hope you're excited for some new content yeah. coming here after post footballs. What do they talk about when there's no football? Fuck if I, we, we, we got some stuff. <laughs> we're ready for you. Buddy. You don't think we know, but we know <laughs> no, we're ready. So I, Hey, it's always great. Uh, looking forward to some of the latter weeks of football here. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. It's going to be exciting to watch. So I hope everybody has a wonderful football weekend with the yes. fam episode three in the books. Always great season two. We're, we're in full effect. I love like it. comment, subscribe, hit all the buttons, hit all the buttons. Give us five stars on the Spotify's because that's a thing now. And we'll see everybody next week. Peace.